Hey everyone, before you start this podcast episode, I just want to say thank you to our sponsors that make it possible. I know we've been gone for over a year, but we are back. We are ready to crush it again. And we got to thank Sharp Philippines being one of our major sponsors. You can level up your viewing experience with Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD and built-in Netflix app. Connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast feature. Sharp Aquos 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner, Sharp Be Original. Now, let's check out this brand new podcast episode right here at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Here we go. There are concerns about your state of mind. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. Wait a minute. Have you heard some of the stories on this show before? I got cheated on. Do you know who the girl is? His maid. He's kind of like a church boy. Oh my god. The maid just went on top of him and he didn't stop her. Oh yes. Love can also be scandalous. Not perfect. Love can be stupid. <laughs> and sometimes love just isn't enough. But it's necessary. So let's talk about it. Love, sex, or anything on your mind. I only call him ugly because everyone told me that he was, but for me, he was the best looking guy in the world. This is the podcast that knows no boundaries. Share stories and maybe pick up some great advice. From all around the world, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. And here he is, the ear to all your problems, the Philippine genius, DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Monday morning, 22nd of April. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 13 now. My name is Most. Nice to have you guys here. We got a phone number if you want to call us. The number is plus one two three four two three one sixty six hundred. If you are outside of the U.S., if you're in the U.S., you don't have to hit that plus sign. A lot of things going on this past weekend. Of course, Game of Thrones was last night, but even more importantly, was there was that uh, earthquake in the Philippines, in Luzon. I think it's called uh, the Luzon quake or hashtag Luzon quake if you're following it on social media. And uh, that kind of looked fucking terrifying. I see the intensity on some of that at 5.7, 5.9 on other reports. Uh, we see some of these viral videos of you know, swimming pools or, or rooftop pools spilling over onto the side of the buildings, even construction materials falling down and stuff. You see Clark Airport took some damage and some churches and I guess a bunch of other stuff. 5.9, if we're going to go on the higher end of the uh, intensity or the Richter scale, is a pretty sizable earthquake. It isn't a city killer or a civilization killer type of thing, but certainly um, one that can fuck you up pretty good. Uh, so, um, our thoughts, of course, to the people in uh, Luzon who may have experienced that, and I hope everyone's okay. Uh, it kind of got me thinking, you know, with this earthquake coming a few hours after the Game of Thrones episode, and on Thrones, you saw many of the characters, I guess, in the last night of 
what many of them believe to be their final night because the White Walkers, the Whites, the, the Night King, all of them are right then and there at the end of the episode. They, they are at Winterfell. They're ready to storm the castle. Um, you know, we see even fucking Arya Stark, which is probably one of the more memorable scenes from last night's episode, going, well, fuck it. You know what? I think I'm going to die, or there's a good chance I'm going to die. I'm going to go lose my virginity. Um, you saw the campfire style of get-together with guys like Tyrion and Jamie and Davos and Tormund and Brienne and Podrick were all there just fucking getting drunk on the night before they think they may uh, die as well. So it kind of got me thinking that, shit, what would you guys do if you... If you knew there was an imminent threat to life, um, while an earthquake, you can't really predict that shit. But, you know, let's say that there was an imminent threat or there's an asteroid coming in and see something that, you know, something like that we could count down. What would you be doing in your final moments? Will you pull off an Arya Stark? Would you maybe just kind of get drunk and like, fuck it, I'm going to hang out with my friends. We'll sing some songs. I'll knight somebody while I'm at it. Might as well. Fuck it, right? So what would be your go-to move if you knew you only had a, you know, a small amount of time left? You were still in your prime. It's not like you're 90 years old, you're in a hospital, you're in ICU, and you know, it's, you know death is imminent there. I'm talking about something like this where, shit, fucking calamity was about to strike and you knew it. What would you be doing? Uh, anyway, aside from that, how did you guys like the episode uh, last night of Game of Thrones? I know that this is not a Thrones podcast. I say that all the time before we start every show. It's just I'm into it. You, so many of you guys are into it. Um, I saw on Twitter people were kind of losing their shit about Arya Stark's sex scene. I actually thought, you know, okay, fine. We knew it was going to happen from episode number one. She's clearly shown a love interest in Gentry or Gentry, however you pronounce it. Uh, and then, so... There was a moment, right? She walks in. Uh, he's got the weapon. She's kind of flirting, as she has been doing so far in the first two episodes. And then we're like, okay, they're going to fuck. But you know what? It's Arya. She's like five, She's like fucking seven, eight, nine years old in our minds. There's no way she's going to pull this off. That's probably an exaggeration. Probably more like 10 to 12. But she's so young in our minds that, okay, they're, what they're going to do is they're just probably going to show them making out and then maybe a simulated sex scene in a sense that, okay, fade to black after he takes off his shirt, not her shirt, but his shirt, and then fade to black, and it's understood, nah, you know, <laughs> they, they fucked. But then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, so she's taking off her clothes. All right, but, you know, she's got seven layers of clothing. They're going to cut. They're going to fade to black. They're going to go to another scene, no problem. And then a fucking na another layer of clothing comes. All of a sudden, we see a fucking side boob. And like, oh, my God, this is too much. This is too much area. So even uh, someone like me who's like, okay, I'm, I'll embrace all the nudity on Game of Thrones. I think last night was a little much. We saw Arya Stark side boob and ass crack. That's a, that's a, that was strong. Um, outside of that, what else did you guys like about the show? I mean, it was, it, I think it was one of the better shows, one of the better episodes they've had all time. Now, certainly not in the conversation of the big battle episodes, you know, your, your um, hard home, your battle of the bastards, even Red Wedding and all of that stuff where there's a lot of action going on. In terms of emotional setup types of shows, this is about as good as it gets. It almost felt like a rom-com sometimes at points. Coming of age, as we mentioned with Arya, uh, you had Brienne getting knighted, which was kind of a nice, you know, strong emotional moment there. 
uh, the again the campfire type of scene where many of the characters got together to drink and to talk and to give a little bit of his- history about them to sing. Podrick was singing. We saw then while singing, um, fucking Theon was 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 reunited with with Sansa Stark. Even though I thought Theon was a little, you know, there's a lot of Theon going on in last night's episode. And the fact that you know he he arrives in Winterfell, Sansa and. And Khaleesi or, or Danny are having this really big heart-to-heart talk about them kind of bridging the gap. And then, you know, they have that big topic. They discuss what happens in the North after the war. They look like there's a little bit of tension. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> that tension is killed because fucking Theon arrives. And then when they're planning out the attack, or at least the defense of the Winterfell Castle against the Whites and the White Walkers and the Night King, fucking Theon gets the role of having to guard Bran Stark. And Bran, as he establishes in that talk, is the reason the Night King wants, like, they go, well, what does he want? Oh, Bran's like, oh, he wants me, because he wants humanity to forget, and blah, 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 and I'm the key to that, all that shit, I've got his mark. So we're like, okay, so we're going to go out and we're going to bait, we're going to bait him using Bran, and the guy that's going to fucking guard Bran is Theon, and this is the same fucking guy who left his sister to be captured. It's like... I, just kind of a weird choice. Theon got a lot of uh, TV time uh, there. Um, I love that Jon Snow told Danny about uh, the truth behind his lineage. Uh, I was kind of surprised um, Jon Snow didn't say he wouldn't, like he didn't want the throne. You know, she says, okay, well, that means you have a rightful claim to the throne or you have a, an argument for the throne. And I was kind of surprised that he didn't say anything. I thought he would be like, okay, no, you know, I, I fight for everybody's survival. You can take it. It's always been kind of you. This kind of, you know, when, when you guys ask me who I think is going to survive all of this, my answer is Danny, right? I always go with the Khaleesi. I think she's the one that's going to survive. And I, again, am not a fucking Game of Thrones uh, connoisseur, not big time nerd. I've not read the books and all of that, but I just go with gut feel. I think Danny stays. I think the show has so much been about her and her quest uh, towards, you know, sitting at the Iron Throne, being the queen. That I think Jon Snow is going to die. I think many of you guys know that he's probably going to die here. And I think his lineage or his rightful claim to the throne goes unannounced to most people or not unannounced what's the better term here just it'll never be i don't think a lot of people are going to know about it so he tells danny here he's going to get killed and then danny is then at that point really the next in line to really rule the entire thing so i don't know man sorry so much so much game of thrones talk here my fault it's just we're a few hours since uh, the episode just aired i'm still kind of pumped up again loved the episode uh not the best of all time, certainly, but in terms of episodes that didn't have a big fight scene or big battle sequence, I think this one is really up there. Maybe that's a little recency bias because it's still fresh in our minds, but I really, really enjoyed it. And fucking A, are we set up for the fucking mega battle, which it, which I know we seem to say this every season, right? This is going to be the battle of all battles, but fuck, they're at the door. They're ready to go. Everyone's pumped up. It's dark. It's cold. It's nasty. Jamie's there fighting with, with, with Brienne, which is kind of weird that, that you know, Jamie get, gets into uh, Winterfell. They all talk to him. You know, Danny's there. John's there. Uh, Sansa's there. Yeah, Bran is there. 
And Jamie's like, yeah, well, sorry, guys. I fucked all of your families, but you know what? What do you want me to do? And they're like, ah, okay, fuck it. Yeah, you killed our dad. No worries. Okay, hey, come on. Hop aboard here. That's kind of weird to me, but again, super cool. Super good episode. Let's get to it. Um, calls, calls, calls. I got to shut the fuck up now. Speaking of Game of Thrones, let's take our first call. Yeah, why? Why speaking of? Because his name is Danny. Danny, you are 23. You are in Cebu. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here, man. Next call. Hello, Mo. Yeah, so my problem is that I am about to have my annual physical exam next week. Yeah. And my problem is that I'm sure and I will get a boner <laughs> regardless <laughs> of the sex of the doctor. Uh, are you but bisexual, straight, gay? I am straight. You're straight. Okay. Oh, I'm okay. only into girls. You're only into Okay. Yes. And But when a person asks me, okay, drop your pants, I'm sure that I'll get a boner. That's the problem. So you're quick to boner for every yeah. reason. Now, are you? do you get boners when you only take off your pants or you get boner? I mean, sometimes there is that... There's that thing where, I don't know, it, at the end, you know, if you take a bath, you take off your clothes, right? And all of a sudden, your dick is like, oh, my God, I'm outside. Yeah. And then it's it comes really awake. So is it, do you get boners in your pants a lot as well? Or do you only get boners when you're naked? I get it easily, yes. I get it when I'm naked, or especially when I'm touching myself. Well, of course, of course right. Um, do you have a hard time, <laughs> pun, right? Do you have a hard yeah. time... I'm just trying to think if this is a medical thing. Like, do you have boners that last for a very long time? Like hours, maybe even a whole day? Or is it just oh, a no. really an excitement thing? It just pops up and then goes back down in a few it's minutes. It's more the excitement thing. Gotcha. Like, especially when there's another person watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that means you can't wear shorts. You can't wear slacks. I mean, puro maong na lang. Kasi if not, tikas-titikan all the time, people would just kind of notice. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't mean basketball warm-up pants. They were those very thin, like, track pants or something like that. I remember I was once standing next to a girl who was, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, she was just straight flirting with me. You know, very touchy-feely. And then I got a fucking boner in one of those pants. And yeah. I had to sit down because, I mean, it was just, like, fucking sticking up <laughs> on these pants. And then she even asked me, why are you sitting on the floor? Because I was like, why are you sitting yeah. on the floor? She's like... Do you have a boner? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> um, okay. So, what do you do most of the time when you get your boner? Do you just jack it off, and then, or you just kind of think of certain thoughts to get it out of your system? When I'm in the house, of course, I can jack off easily. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm in a public place, of course, I have to distract myself. Sure. But sometimes it's really hard to not to just let it go or let it disappear. Yeah, because sometimes when you add uh, more attention to something, especially if you're feeling embarrassed by it, that something then continues to, in fact, you probably even get a, a stiffer erection, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it, what I'm, my point, I think, where I'm getting to this, Daniel, is, in my opinion, I think this is clearly a, a, um, a, a mental thing, right? Like, it, this is yeah. in your head, okay? Because I have, say, doctor friends who have had problems not their problems, but they have had patients go, okay, they've had boners, but these are boners that don't go away for a very long time. They're boner there for like two days, three days. And I remember a I remember a female friend of mine, we were having dinner, my wife and I and her, and she's a Filipina doctor in uh, New York. She's very tiny. I mean, she's probably like five foot tall, right? And I remember she was late to dinner 
And when she arrived, she's like, sorry, I'm late. I'm like, okay, it's okay. She's like, grabe, may lalaki pumasok yung titi niya. Parang sobrang hard. Hindi, hindi, hindi nawawala yung boner niya. I mean, it's been there for like days. And it was a black guy. So she said, yung, yung titi was like the size of this table. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and then she had to drain it. Like physically drain the dick wow. of its blood. I'm like, oh my God, right? So I'm like, it was in your hands like five minutes ago. She's like, oh, oh, it's in... And we were about to have dinner, which is really kind of nice. Um, but if you can kind of cancel out the medical part, which is good because you have a physical coming up. So you, in fact, will see a doctor. And yeah. no better person to ask if it's a medical situation than the doctor. And in fact, you will likely have a boner because you say when you pull your pants down, you get a boner. That's the perfect yeah. icebreaker for your question. So, so how would you say it? I, that's exactly, I go, I go, Doc. So he's going to go, please take off your pants. Or she, right? And you go, Doc, I have a bit of a problem. Um, when I take my pants off, I get kind of nervous. And when in, instead of maybe some people's dicks shriveling up and going away, so I apologize in advance. It's very embarrassing. But that's what I would say. Okay. And then prove it. When you take off your pants, your dick will get hard. And then you go, can you please... Let me know if this is a medical problem, like if there's something wrong with my body. I'm, a, I'm anticipating, but I'm not a doctor, that he's going to say no. Because like you said, your boners go in and out. They just, and and that, looks, that sounds like an anxiety thing to me. So my, my next question for you, real quick, Daniel, is did something happen to you embarrassing or... I don't know. I mean, maybe when you were at a doctor, did something happen to you where... The boner kind of. This was the first time the boner was introduced yeah. as an embarrassing moment, yeah. and that it still hasn't gone away. Because it, it sounds like, it sounds like a, an embarrassing, traumatic yeah. boner you had, and then it just kind of resurfaces. Pun intended. I have also. I forgot to tell you that I also had two other scenarios where I experienced a boner. Yeah. One was when during a tuli. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. And and. Yeah, the doctor was like applying betadine and it just felt good and I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder how many people out there got boners during their circumcision. I feel like that might be that's worse. Because I was already 13, Mo. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you were like, already late, had my late pubes. The, yeah, late to the party. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. And did the doctor say anything that kind of embarrassed you? And um, I'm seeing, I'm looking for a trigger here on why this happened so often. Yeah. He actually laughed and told me that ah later pag puputolin ko na yan mawawala na yan. Oh was my god! Ago. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm th- and what was the other experience you had? You said you had two. I think it was before a university physical exam. Okay. The doctor was female. Okay. Oh fuck yeah. That's and so once I dropped my and once I dropped my pants, boner. I think I think maybe this stems from those occasions. Especially the fact that you are worried that it's going to happen again with your upcoming physical. When is your physical? Is it this week? Is it tomorrow? Next, next week. Next, next week. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. And how long have you been worried about this physical exam and your boner? For weeks now. For weeks. You see, the, the connection I'm, I'm trying to make, and this is, again, only my opinion, is that these two experiences, your circumcision and then the female uh, doctor incident... I think it has kind of scarred you in a way, but not in yeah. a, not 
traumatic is such a strong word, but it has left its print on you. And a month away from your physical exam, month and a half away from your physical exam, you're already worried about it. So you're almost guaranteed that the boner is going to pop out. I mean, it's it's just, yeah, this is, it's in your mind. I I think you need to settle down. I, I think there's an anxiety part here. Listen, I'm pretty quick to boner. If my wife bestows me on the cheek, like I'm quick to boner. And I think the reason why I get so bonery, especially, say, around her, is because I complain so much about the frequency of our sex life. I'm like, fuck, we, we yeah. rarely have sex. I, 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 it bothers me. So every time she gives me, a, like, a best on the cheek, I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is the moment. You know, it, because in my mind, it's playing with me. God, oh, so many puns yeah. here, right? So I think if you can find a way to get the answers you need from your doctor during this physical exam, I have a really good feeling you're going to be able to control this boner problem of yours. I think the doctor, the presence of the doctor, knowing that in the past doctors have kind of shamed you and embarrassed you, that you know you're going to fuck up, quote-unquote, in the next doctor appointment. But if you can get to a comfortable place with the doctor... And he can go or she can go, listen, blah, 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 whatever doctors need to say, you're going to be in a much better place. Uh, what do you do for a living? I actually work in a call center, but I'm going to move. That's why I'm going to get a physical exam. Okay. Are there any other moments where outside of the medical setting that you just can't seem control your boner? Is it like maybe if you're at the gym and may shower done or... If you're, are there other environments where the dick just kind of, instead of how other people, they have anxiety, their boner goes away, you have a raging hard-on. Like, are there other environments where this happens outside of the medical field? Yeah, especially like, for example, when you feel so good about yourself after a haircut or after going to the gym (laughs) and you look in a mirror. You get a boner (laughs) for that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, are you overly horny or? Yeah, I, I think I am. You're pretty horny? Yeah. Interesting. Daniel, uh, what, what, what bothers you most about it? Is it just the medical stuff? Like you don't really mind the boner on the other scenarios. It's really just in the doctor's office? The embarrassment. Yeah, the embarrassment, of course. In the doctor's office. It's okay, office. Mo. Yeah. It's okay if you're like getting a boner in front of your girlfriend or something, but sure, the doctor. Okay, yeah, talk to the doctor. I think if you finally get the comforting words that the other doctors have failed to give you, then I think you're going to be okay. Okay. I don't really have a lot of credibility in this topic, but I have. I feel good about your chances once a doctor puts you at ease. Started off when you were young with the with the fucking circumcision, and you've been living with it ever since. And you're still pretty young at 23. So 23 year old men, like 15 year old men, like 17 year old men, they get boners like fucking crazy. When you get to be my age at 41, I mean the the boners are less frequent, but I still have the same triggers. Like again, my if my girlfriend lies down next to me, and I don't know how common this is with you guys, if or I'll say my wife, my wife lies down next to me and I put my arm around her, I'll get a boner in seconds. Yeah. 
outside of that, eh, the, the boners are a little bit less frequent now when you get to be my age. Eh? You're 23, you're young, single, right? You're single or your girlfriend? What do you got? I'm single right now. Single? Okay. Yeah. Young, single, horny. Gonna get, boner. Gonna get boners. And then there's something about that medical setting that I think has traumatized you in the past that makes it... You, you just need some comforting words from your doctor. Okay? Okay. All right, buddy. Good luck, man. Thank you. Enjoy. Do you got a big dick or is it a small boner? Average. Average? Yeah, yeah it's fine. Good. Good stuff. All right. Thanks. It would be, it would, it would suck if you have like a really small penis and it's just constantly hard. <laughs> like, <that would> be, <laughs> it would be like a very uh, energetic little person just running around constantly. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm not sure if I... Uh, Helped that guy out too much. I'm not really confident in the advice I gave on that one. I'll be honest. Is there anything else that I'm missing here with this guy's boner? Like, is it... It's gotta be... It's gotta be in the head. Pun again. Sorry. It's gotta be in, in his head. But how many boners is too many boners, though? Like, if I'm saying, if I'm telling you guys, yeah, no, I get a boner every time my girlfriend kisses me on the cheek. Well, yeah, but so does every other guy. Really? I don't know. Do you guys really do that? I mean, and, and I've been with Chopper for a long time now. We've, we've got kids. But yet, she kisses me on the cheek. Or maybe if she just, she just hugs me. Just hugs me. I get a boner right away. And I think, I think it, it, it's in my mind because I, I, I joke so often about how, like, frequency of sex between us is so bad that I, I think my boner is that punchline. <laughs> the punchline of these jokes. There's a mental aspect to it. We'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey everyone, Mo here. You know, one of the more common questions I get on the radio, on social media, and even here on the podcast are people asking me, what's the big TV series I'm watching right now? Can I recommend a new one that everybody's going to go crazy about? But the question you guys fail to ask me is, what do I watch my series on? Well, here's the answer. I check it out on a Sharp Akos 4K Android TV. You can watch your favorite movies and series in full HD, and it has a built-in Netflix app. You can connect and command your TV easily via Google Assistant and Chromecast features. Sharp Akos 4K Android TV is your all-in-one entertainment partner. Sharp, be original. While we're on this commercial break, I want to remind all of you that on Sunday nights at 9.30 p.m., I have a GTWM wrap-up show. This is live on the Kumu app. Uh, it's usually at 9.30 p.m. Philippine time on Sunday nights, so you have to adjust accordingly if you're in another country because this is the only live show that we do of GTWM. It's been a lot of fun these past couple weeks. I give prizes away. We just talk about anything. You guys can ask questions there, too, about your love life or your career, whatever you want to throw out. But it's just a great way to interact with all of the people that are on Kumu. Kumu, of course, major sponsor here on the show. Uh, 
I, I record this podcast at the Kumu Podcast Studios, and remember, and remember, I've got the Kumu Live Wrap Up Show Sunday nights, nine thirty Philippine time. See you guys there. Download the Kumu app; it's absolutely free, and they do so many great things over there: uh, games, prizes, uh, trips, money. You can use it just to interact with people. You can earn also by having a really cool stream. Kumu is fucking awesome. Go check it out. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, Worldwide. it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode 13. Of course, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. You know, with all this Game of Thrones uh, talk I did in the beginning of this episode, I completely forgot to mention that the NBA playoffs are still very much going on. Still first round for all of the teams, except the Celtics. I think they swept. Um, But yeah, so outside of that, uh, there are still some interesting storylines going on. I think most people are going to really get into it come round number two when some of the big matchups are going to happen. But kind of off the bat... Shit, I had the playoff bracket that I was plugging with you guys. Many of the Good Times listeners joined this one. There's 55 or almost 60 teams that joined. No, actually 60 teams or 60 listeners joined the uh, Good Times playoff bracket. And it just shows you, I mean, it shows you how hard it is to really get into sports betting. Like, I could sit here thinking I know so much about basketball, so much about the NBA and how teams operate and all of that shit. And then when it comes to betting on these teams, it's so difficult to get this thing right. Now, I'm tied for second place with a bunch of other people. I mean, there's like fucking... uh, I think all of us are tied for second place, and there's two guys who are in first place. But when I look at my uh, NBA playoff bracket and I look at some of my picks, man, I'm so far from where I thought it was going to be. Like, okay, so I got Milwaukee sweeping the Pistons. Okay, that's easy, right? Uh, I had the Celtics winning in five. They ended up sweeping. So, I mean, not too far off there. Um, I had the Raptors sweeping the Magic. Well, you know, they lost the first game, so that's not possible. They'll likely advance. I had the 76ers beating the Brooklyn Nets in six games. That's still possible, hoping hoping that the... um, Nets can win this next game, I believe, today. Uh, I had the Warriors sweeping the Clippers. That didn't happen because they lost the game. I had the Rockets in seven against the Utah Jazz, and they look like they're going to sweep that fucking series. So I'm really off there unless somehow the Jazz can win three in a row and make that a seven-game series. Uh, That looks to be unlikely. I had the Denver Nuggets initially beating the Spurs in five. And then I changed it last minute and said, Denver Nuggets in six. And boy, did I was I fucking nervous as hell, especially early on when the Spurs looked amazing and the Nuggets looked lost. Now, hopefully, the uh, Nuggets can still have a chance to pull that off with a, a Nuggets in six victory. But shit, I wouldn't be surprised if the Spurs pulled this one off. Uh, and then I had the Oklahoma City Thunder beating the Trailblazers in five games. In five games. And... It looks like the fucking Trailblazers are going to beat them in five games if the Thunder drop the next one. So really off there. 
Um, but yeah, like I said, the second round matchups, these are going to be the good ones, especially in the East. Obviously, Milwaukee and the Celtics. Uh, we'll see if the Raptors can finish them off and the 76ers. That'd be a, another great series. The Warriors and the Rockets will be fucking amazing. And then the Nuggets versus, or the Nuggets or Spurs versus the Trailblazers, which probably be the weakest of all of the matchups, but nevertheless, the second round's going to look awesome, and I can't wait for that to happen. All right, let's get into our next call. We are going to, who is our next call here? This is Naomi, who is 31. Now, Naomi is in Singapore, so let's go ahead and talk to her. Naomi, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Next call. Hi. Hi. It's nice to meet you. I love you, I Singaporeans. <laughs> yeah, good evening to you, my dear. Um, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's always good to, to talk to the Singapore people. Love that place. Food, everything, mm. people, system, efficiency. We all know the Singapore calling card. Hot, though. Hotter than the Philippines. Hot as fuck. You don't get to feel it as often, though, because I think it's so clean. You know, I, know you, I don't know if you get this vibe, though. I'm sure you're Filipino, right? So... Uh, you've lived in the Philippines. Parang in Pilipinas is a little bit warmer than Singapore because it's dirtier. Though I think Singapore <laughs> is warmer by temperature. And the fact, in Singapore, you, you no, nobody has a car in Singapore. Well, super rich people do. But normal people, they don't have a car because it's so expensive. So you tend to have to walk around public transportation. But you don't feel as dirty. Because it's kind of a cleaner, efficient system, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. And, but it's hotter in Singapore, considerably hotter in Singapore than it is in Manila. But yet... Oh, oh pag yung steady ka lang, mafifilm mo talaga na it's very warm. Yeah, it's so fucking very hot. Pero malinis eh. So hindi mo gets... Parang hindi mo yung... It doesn't feel kadiri, di ba? It's just like, okay, mainit, oh, oh, but wala whatever. <laughs> hindi lang hindi tumi yung mga damit mo. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same, mainit. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, so Naomi, you've got a problem. I love this problem. I mean, not I love it for you because it sucks for you, but... <laughs> I I like this because it's different. So what do you got? Yun nga. So I have this I know colleague. Actually, we joined a company same time. Sure. So kaya naging super close kami. We've been with the company for nearly a decade na, ten years. Oh wow, you've been in Singapore for ten years? Yeah, wow. more than ten years actually. Really? Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't I, I just don't hear it in your accent. We get a lot of Singaporean callers and Filipinos who've been there maybe six years, seven years, and you can really hear the strong, you know, what is it? That ch- almost Chinese Singapore English accent <laughs> in many of them. So if you're there more than ten years, you don't have a hint oh. of that Singaporean accent, which I come across with a lot of our callers. But anyway, um, she's Filipino, your friend also? She's Filipino. Oh, she's okay. also a Filipina. Okay. Oh. So go. So yun nga, so at almost 10 years na kami magkakilala, since we joined the company at the same time, super close namin, parang sisters na kami, ganyan-ganyan. So, um, one time, kasi nag-deactivate ako ng Facebook, eh yung Spotify ko nakalink sa Facebook. Yeah. Tapos, gusto ko mag-music. So, sabi niya, sige, uh, use mo muna yung, ano ko, yung Spotify, ganyan-ganyan. So, ako naman, sige, gamitin ko yung Spotify mo. Hindi ko alam, nalilink pala siya sa Facebook. Yung pagka nalagin niya yung Spotify niya sa phone ko, nalilink din siya sa Facebook. Eh, hindi ko din nalit yung app. So, so, so wait, teka lang. Bali yung, and I don't know this, but bali, if she mm-hmm. is logged in on Spotify with her Facebook account, all of the other Facebook-related apps now use her account? Like, your messenger now becomes her account? Her account. Oo, kasi nag-deactivate ako, but the apps are still there. So, nice. 
what happened was so you she, read uh, her okay, messages I, you not, sneaky sneaky okay hindi go. naman oh, not really so parang yes, binigay <laughs> <laughs> ko sa kanya yung phone ko siya yung nag in siya yung everything so wala lang um, yun lang nag-music-music lang ako tapos natulog na ako tapos the following day may mga nakapop kasi may preview yung messenger yes, ko right right so may preview yung messages tapos nakita ko Pinag-uusapan ako dun sa parang sa nice. first, four, <laughs> first four messages. To who? Pinag-uusapan ako. To other co-workers? Or who is she talking shit? Is she talking shit or she's just... Is she talking shit or she's just binamagit ka lang? Like, there's a difference eh, di ba? Siyempre, talking shit. Talking shit, of course, right. <laughs> Kung binamagit lang, hindi, carry lang sana. <laughs> who is she talking shit uh, with? Ex-colleague. Okay, and, and how bad is it getting? Like, what are some of the things that are being said? Ganda kasi, kasi parang recently uh, na, nag-move up ako sa company. Yeah. So, yun. Tapos parang sinasabi niya na hindi ko naman daw deserve, petics naman daw ako, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos sabi niya, kasi parang nag-travel ako recently, parang yung mga sinasabi niya na social climber naman yan, nag-business oh. class pa, nag-ganyan oh. pa, mga ganon. Kaya parang ako, <laughs> ano yun? Ano yun? What the hell? Okay, so. so wala akong idea, diba? Tapos parang, Um, the following day, ay, adi yun yung morning na yun, tapos pasok ako, tapos nakita ko siya, papasok, tapos sabi niya, yung simula, ganyan. Tapos ako parang, ina ka. So what's the big problem then now? Okay. Ang problem ko ngayon is, ikakasal ka sa siya. Tapos, she asked me to be the maid of honor. <laughs> this was months ago, before I even discovered this. Okay, oh, so, so you've already... Siyempre ako, oh, nag-guess na ako. Yeah, you said yes. Okay. I already said yes. Now, given the circumstance, of course I don't want to be her maid of honor. Parang weird. When did you? When, when did you discover the shit talking? Like, was this a long time ago or a week ago? The mga two weeks na. Two weeks ago. And what has been mm-hmm. your treatment of her? Because we already know how she's treating you. She's treating you fine. It's just behind your back is where she's talking shit, right? So, yeah. in these past two weeks, how have you been treating her? Like, what's the what's the dynamic like? Of course, I cannot really just drop her like that. Kasi hindi ko, ayoko, to be honest, ayoko sanang sabihin na lang. Kasi yung manner din ng pagkakadiscover ko is, alam mo yun? Kasi well, medyo, I don't think so. Yes, there are going to be people who agree you should have not read it because it's not yours. Fuck you, whatever. I disagree. I think she logged in her account on your phone. You saw your name pop up on the preview. You, in my book, Naomi, have all the goddamn right to read it if it popped up on your phone. Now, it'd be different maybe if you snooped into every fucking chat room and chat group and just kind of read and read and read because, oi, oi, fuck, ko lang yung account phone ko. Sige, you know, and then you kind of snooped it out. That would be. We can debate, yeah, whether that'd be wrong. You're probably wrong there. But the fact that it popped up as a preview alert and your name showed up, I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I think you're fine. I, I think, it, I think you have all the right to, to read that. Initially, I just saw four previews. But since I saw Yeah, no, and, and I'm fine. I, 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 I'm fine with that. So if we, if we get back to then these past two weeks that you've been treating her like... This, everything's the same or have you been a bit mm. more distant? Hindi. Hindi ko ka, kasi nga hindi ko alam kung how I will act. Alam mo yun, parang yeah. tinatry kong maging 
same lang, ganun. Tapos na-weirdohan lang ako kasi yung mga pinagsasabi niya doon. Like, for example, meron kasi akong, minsan, mga anak kasi ako eh, talker ako. So, parang minsan nagkakwento ako. Tapos parang may nabanggit siya dun sa chat na paulit-ulit, nauuta na daw siya, ganyan, ganyan. Tapos, yung topic na yon na sabi niya nagsasawa na siya. One time na magkasama kami, sabi niya, oh, kumusta na pala yung ganito? Tapos, parang ako, kala ko ba nauuta na to? Alam mo yung parang, so, she, so wait, so this girl, this girl's a shit talker. Let, let, let's remove you from the situation, okay? So let's mm. pretend you did not find out these messages about you. This girl, she's just that personality type that talks shit about everybody. Yes? Oh, oh man. So, so, you know, that's good. That's good for you. Because it lessens the poison that she threw out at you. That shade, that, uh, you know, social climber lang yan, da, da, da. Because your friend is by nature a shit talker. So she probably talks shit about everybody, even the ones she cares about. And, and, and Naomi, mm. I'm trying to get you to understand that with that personality type, a lot of that they don't really mean. That's just how they connect with people. That's how they feel good about themselves. That's how the insecurity works. It doesn't mean you give her a pass. All I'm saying mm. is you dilute the poison. Whatever she said, was it, you should dilute because she's a shit talker. And there are a lot of, okay. sorry, girls who like to talk shit about other girls, even if they're friends, every single time something good happens to that girl. I know a lot of people. I'm very close to girls who go, even they're very, sister, girl, you know, best friend, blah, blah, blah. But then when they're not around, it's like, and they don't really mean it as, as it's coming out. So when you read something about you and there's no, I guess, there's no voice behind it, no audible voice so you can figure out if she's just shit talking or she's really thinks you're a fucking true, 100% genuine social climber. I think mm-hmm. you have to take into consideration her personality type. There are shit talking people out there. They, they don't mean it in the way they express it. They mean a little bit of it. Like a half-meant mm. joke is meant a little bit. But that they can't help it. They're shit talkers. Okay. I have friends of mine who are so close to me. They're shit talkers. And I, and I, and I ask them, why do you talk shit about them? They're your friends. Mm. It's an insecurity. And think of, look, at the, look at the content of the shit talking. It's your promotion. It's these achievements that you've made within the company. Well, you guys were hired together at the same time. So there's some jealousy involved there. But it's not, a, it's not enough for her to not love you. I'm sure she loves you. I'm fucking 100% sure she does, Naomi. She would have not okay. asked you to be the maid of honor, which is such a huge role, is such a huge position. She would not have asked you if she did not absolutely love you. The thing is, she's a shit talker. So I would take it a little bit lighter than you are. This is not your fault. But you have all the reason in the world to not be her friend anymore. You can call her tomorrow and go, Hoy, Bruja, I am not going to be your maid of honor because I saw on your phone you felt this way about me and I feel hurt. You can do that. But what I'm saying is, However you feel right now, let's lessen it a little bit because her personality is that way. She's a negative, shit-talking person. I'm sh- l- l- let's even put it to the test. Let's say when she's not talking shit, Naomi. Let's say just 
on everyday occurrences, you'll probably see she's rather negative. She's a negative person. Probably if you guys go, if you go, oh, Naomi, or, or you, sorry, you're Naomi. You go, oi, uh, whatever, fuck face. Let's just hang out there. That's her, right? Not, uh, well, yeah. To an extent, I'd say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. She's negative. And, and, and it's consistent with that person. So my point is she doesn't really mean it. She means it a little bit. Doesn't give her a pass. Doesn't give her a pass. I think you reassess. I think you reassess what you want to happen with the both of you. Because the moment you go, hey, asshole, I saw what you said about me, the chances of are you guys are not going to be friends anymore because we're talking about a very negative person here. And if you get ca- sometimes with negative people, when they get caught, they would rather separate themselves from the situation so they're not reminded that they were caught. So they, dis- they detach themselves. Now, this is not everybody, okay? I- I'm-, I'm trying to re- remove myself from giving a blanket statement. But most of the people that I come across who are negative, who are shit talkers, who are that kind of human beings, when they get caught doing something wrong, instead of apologizing or acknowledging it, they'll just kind of remove themselves from the environment because they're, that- that's their insecurities are... They're just adding on to their insecurities and their humiliation. And those people don't work very well with those kinds of scenarios. So they tend to detach themselves. So my, my, my worry is you guys will no longer be friends if you call her out. Exactly. And, and but, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know if you're ready for that. Considering you work hmm. together and you're with her every day. That's the main thing. I mean... But then it's gonna be difficult, talaga, Yeah, and, I'm, and and what if I tell you this, and I'm and I'm 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 almost one hundred percent certain, almost ninety nine percent sure she didn't mean it. She didn't mean it in the way that it was written. She's jealous, but are you gonna not be friends with someone because they're jealous? Not really. Let them be jealous. Sure. The world is a jealous place. But the part where she calls you a social climber and all of that that hurts, Naomi. That hurts. And that is grounds for you to no longer be her friend. All yeah, because um, no, when I found out, tas nagreflect ako na isab kami parang uh, maybe nga, sure, kahit ako, siguro yung initial reaction ko, I will feel bad because nga same. Alam mo yun yung parang tenure namin sa yeah. sa work is same lang naman no? ganyan. But then yun, um, you're right, kasi ako yung sa social climber part, ako parang sino man ang galing yun? Ano, yeah, that's, that's fluff. Then ako parang what's that? It, it, it's 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 nothing. It's Naomi. You can, can I just reiterate? I'm sorry. I keep repeating myself. You have okay. Let's just make it so it's clear. It's fast. A point number one. Nimo number one. You have all the right in the world to no longer be her friend. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But B, if I'm telling you that I'm sure she didn't mean it like that, now it's really up to you to decipher. Hey, am I going to no longer be her friend, or am I going to give her a pass? With no conflict, no confrontation, am I going to give her a pass? Because I know, you throw in one of those. I mean, she's really just that kind of person. And that can be forgiven. And it can be overlooked. Okay. In my, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Girls fight. Mm-hmm. Girls get jealous. They bicker. They talk shit about everybody. They're best of friends. They talk shit about their siblings. They talk shit about everybody. Not all girls, okay? I'm talking about this kind of girl. Yeah. Girls like yeah. girls like that, they do that. You know that. Naomi, you know that. You've been you've been you went to school with five of these girls. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh. Um, ngayon kasi yung dilemma ko is parang gumida po na ako mag-speech ako parang hindi ko kaya gets mo parang ano sasabihin ko dyan inis nga ako sa'yo when's her wedding? sa ano July oh it's coming up <laughs> I was hoping yeah, up. I was hoping kaya next year or something like that may, may oras pa na to, to, to. what do you okay, Naomi what do you want? quickly just let's, let's, let's wrap this up what do you want? do you want to not be her friend anymore? Somehow, yes. But of course, when I heard your point of view, I mean, kasi naisip ko na rin naman yan initially. Kaya lang kasi, parang paano, paano tayo ma-move forward? Yung ayoko na let parang... Let it go. You just let it go. Kasi medyo struggling ako to let things go. So. It, it hurt. Of course it hurts. And you're just, you're that type of person that's like, why would you say that when I'm not that? Like, I, I feel like that really cuts like a knife. Yun pa, kasi parang you can call me out. Pag tayo, mag-ausap tayo, ganyan, or nandito ako. Pero yung may ganyang kalap palang mga problema, you should have talked to can, me. Can I, just, can I just add, she wouldn't call you out because you're really not that. You, you see the difference? She would have called you out if it were true. The fact that it's not true, she's re- regulated to just talking shit. And, and you know, honestly, it's not even, while by definition, it's behind your back, by definition, mm. I don't even cons- consider it behind your back. She was probably just bored. It doesn't excuse the behavior, but the, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the energy behind it might not be as genuine as you think. And I don't know her. Yeah. Maybe she is evil. I don't fucking know, right? I'm just telling you, most often than not, when the way you describe this girl, I've come across a lot of them. I'm close to a lot of them. They talk shit. And that shit talking is most of the time majority harmless. But it hurts you when you find out, of course. I would be hurt too. But I'm just telling you that there's the energy behind it isn't as strong as it comes out. The genuineness of whatever they're saying isn't as isn't as genuine mean. yeah isn't as, <laughs> as mean. Like, yeah isn't as honest it's not honest i don't think it's honest criticism of you it's more just malalang it's well, a saturday night yeah kakatapos ko lang manood ng tv wala akong magawa punta ako sa messenger ko ano mga putang ina niyo minian you know it's 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 that shit that that would be my guess and you could forgive that and you're going to and you and and if you told me you didn't want you did not want to forgive it i'm okay with that too because yeah she shouldn't be doing that it really is on your... The ball is in your court, unfortunately, mm-hmm. to do something about this. You can ask for forgiveness. <laughs> you can confront her. But I, you, you, you put at risk your friendship. Or you can just let it go. Understand she's that kind of person. Be her maid of honor. Just forget about it. Maybe even on her wedding night, that moment, that's when you bring it up. I, I know that's <laughs> a really crazy, crazy idea, right? Hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out, right? Okay. Say you're at the... Not in front of everyone, but, you know, say you're getting her ready because you're the maid of honor and everyone has left the room and she's in the hotel or whatever. And you go, and I, what's her fucking name? What's her name? 
<laughs> no. Whatever. Let's invent the name. Whatever. whatever fuck it. Just, uh, invent the yeah, name. I don't care. Say Yvette. Like Yvette. Now. Yeah, whatever. Like, Yvette, can I, can I say something? And I'm your maid of honor. You know, a few months ago, diba, naalala mo yung, yung in-upload mo, or linogin mo yung blah, 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 blah. I saw what you said about me. I just want you to know that I'm not, I, I got hurt at the moment, but I have forgotten about it. And I'm here today to support you. And if you really think that I'm all of those things that you said, I, I, I want to be a better friend to you. And I hope, you know, that, that that's not how I come across. I know it's really weird because you're the one almost apologizing, but let's just kind of butter her up, right? Just say, I'm really happy for you. I'm here because I'm your friend. And I just hope you don't feel that way about me. And I want you to know that I forgive you for it. And I love you and I'm here. I, I would say that. Because she's in this element where this is the greatest day of my life. Hopefully, if she loves her fiance, this is the greatest mm -hmm. day of my life. Nothing can ruin it. So these things, this, this honest dialogue might not have that effect as if you said it at a Starbucks and huh? you did this and, blah, blah, blah. and you guys get into this bickering fight. This is a positive moment. Yes, there's a chance that you might ruin it, but I don't think this is enough for that to happen. And this might be an opportunity for you to her to, to bridge this gap, to have a nice little quick five-minute heart-to-heart before you guys go out there and you do your speech and you do all that bullshit. I, I don't think it's that bad of a plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Either <laughs> let it go. Either mm -hmm. let it go and, 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 and categorize it as heard the shit talker. Or mm. you got to do something about it. I, I know that it's kind of obvious. It's 50-50. Either you're going to go one way or you're going to go the other way. I choose mm -hmm. the forget about it way. Naomi. Forget about it. She's a shit, okay. shit talker. Don't let it bother you. If you catch her one more time, completely different story. Mm -hmm. Give her a one-time pass. Okay. All right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know okay, it's hard. Sure. It's hard to take the high road. And it's also even shocking that I, Mo, am giving the high road advice. Exactly. Right? Usually I'm like, get revenge. What happened? Get revenge. Well, I, I, because I'm not you. I'm different. Naomi, okay. you sound like a patient, smart, understanding. Like you said, you're, hey, you could have told me. Like you're open to that stuff. That makes you very mature. You're very intelligent. Act like it. You're mature. You're intelligent. Take the high road. If she called me and she said, Alam mo, yung kaibigan ko si Naomi, yung buhisit na yan, then it would be different. You are, you're smarter. You're, you sound put together. You sound confident. You just got a promotion. Don't let these things bother you. Yeah. You got a promotion. Congratulations. That's awesome. Good for you. Don't, yeah. let, this, don't let these people fuck around with that. Human nature to be jealous. <laughs> Human nature. Some people just go a little overboard. She went a little overboard. Doesn't mean she doesn't love you. She's your maid of honor. She asked you. That means something. Mm -hmm. Means a lot. Yeah. All true. right. All right, love. Good All luck. Right. Let me know how it works out. And I, you sound disappointed true. in my advice. I'm sorry. But no, no, no. Just in the situation. But yeah, thanks, Mo, yeah. for your time. Thanks. You have yeah. a good day, love. Okay. Appreciate it. You too. Congratulations okay, on bye. your uh, promotion again. All right. Bye bye, dear. Thank you. Thank thanks. you. Bye bye. Bye. You know, there are people out there, as I said, that talk shit. If you are one of them, I know it's very hard to admit that you are. But let's say 
if you can assess yourself and you go, oh, I know, I'm kind of like the person that just brings out negative shit about people. I talk about them. I cheese me. I'm never genuinely happy for my friends. I always got to find some kind of angle. I'll tell you this. You're going to get caught. You're going to get caught one day. And when you talk shit about the right person one time and you get caught, you're fucked. And luckily with this girl, she talked shit about her best friend, maid of honor, Naomi here. And I, I believe Naomi's going to follow in my advice and let it go. But try talking shit about your boss behind his back, even if you didn't mean it. Just, and that's just because you're a shit talker. You get caught, you're going to get fucking fired. I fucking promise you. If you talk shit about a coworker to another coworker, you're going to get caught, I promise you, and you're going to get fired. If you talk shit about someone else's friend or whatever, you're going to get caught. Shit talkers get caught 100% of the time. Now, when I say 100%, not every shit talker and not every shit talking line gets caught, but everybody gets caught at some point when you're a shit talker. And then you're going to be put in a place where you get defensive and then your insecurities are going to jump around and then you're going to end up ruining relationships and friendships because you thought in the moment it was cool to talk shit. So you have to be careful if you're a shit talker. If you're listening to the show and that's kind of where you get your joy sometimes, I know it's going to be unlikely that you're going to admit this, but try. Take a step back. Take a step back and go, when I talk about people, do I, really, do I talk shit a lot of the time? And if the answer is yes, you're going to get caught. I fucking promise you. This I am sure 100%. So be careful. Change the way, change the rhetoric, change the attitude, change that energy that you have about yourself when you're talking shit. Especially if they're your friends. Again, I, I know so many people who talk shit about their friends when their friends aren't in the room. And I get shocked. I'm like, wait a minute. And I'll call them out because... I'm not the subject of the shit talking. I might be on another moment if I leave the room, maybe. But in that moment when I'm not, I'm like, why are you saying those things about them? I'll call them out. And, and I don't call them out saying that what they're doing is wrong. I'm gonna call, I call them out and I tell them, you're going to get caught. You're going to get caught. You just talk shit about that person with five other people here. One of us will say something at some point eventually. And you're going to get humiliated. You're going to get embarrassed. You're going to get called out for your hypocrisy and or worse, if you do it at work, you're going to get fired. I think Naomi could probably even get, fire her. But I, I mean, I don't know if finding out on her messenger is worthy enough, but that's just this one isolated moment. There will be another time where she will slip, she will do something, and she's going to get fired. I fucking guarantee it. We'll take a break. When we come back, we get more of the show. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey, Good Timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. 
So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. Ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones. And Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. You are listening to Good Times and All the Podcast, Season 6, Episode Number 13, brought to you by Sharp Philippines at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Again, phone number, we have one. Please send me a message on Viber or through your text messaging app, whatever you use. The uh, phone number is plus 1234-231-6600. This is new for the podcast uh, just this past week. You can use your, again, your text messaging service. You can use Viber, whatever. If you're outside of the Philippines, or sorry, outside of the United States, you have to put that plus one there because that's the U.S. country code. And then again, 234-231-6600. Super easy number to remember. Um, And send your messages in if you want to get on the podcast. I don't think I'm going to be doing a call recording next week because I'm going to be out of the country, but we will still have episodes. I'll just go ahead and um, edit all of the calls that we have yet to air into those episodes, but uh, we will resume call taking the week after next week. So please send me a message. You can still do Instagram, by the way. You can still do Twitter. You can still do Facebook. That's totally fine, but we do have a phone number that might be easier for you guys uh, who, I guess, prefer text messaging. Let's go to our next call and talk to... uh, Pacho here. Pacho is 30. He is in Los Angeles. Again, so many LA calls uh, this season, which I'm really grateful for. Next call. Let's talk to Pacho. Pacho is 30 years old. I like the name Pacho. I know that's your fake name, but I like it because it reminds me of Pacho Herrera from Narcos, who was one of my favorite characters there because he was like badass drug dealer. I mean, drug lord, but gay guy, super handsome. It was awesome. So... Thanks, I mean, that's where I really got it from, though. Oh, really? Like, you know? Oh, yeah. cool! Oh, fucking awesome, dude! Did you yeah, like? I mean, did you like Narcos uh, Mexico? I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I really. I mean, I really liked it, though. To yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I like all of them. Fucking Narcos is a great franchise, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's so good. All right. Um. Anyway, brother, what do you have? Um. What's going on in your life? What can we do? 
Uh, life is all well. Um, have a new child. Not really new. He's he's three. Congratulations. But, thank you. Um, I guess everybody's going through this once they have a, you know, like their first born. You know, how do, uh, do I, do I have the freedom to say what I want to say or do I have to be politically correct? No, you can fucking say anything you want to say. All right. So how, how do you get it on with your wife when your son is at home and he's hyped up, like hyper? You can't sit him in front of the TV because he's going to go look for you when you're gone for two seconds. And how do you deal well, with that? Well, three-year-olds still take naps. So when he takes that afternoon nap, that's you try to bang one out. Now, if both of you are working and not remotely, I mean, yeah, not remotely, meaning at the office, then that's a problem. But That's like, the problem. Yeah. Because we alter, our schedule is alternate. She comes home at 3. I, I work at 3.30. So there's like... So you're you home know, at midnight. One, yeah. Ooh. And then she's knocked out. Cause yeah, because she starts at 6. Yeah. So life sucks yeah, right now. Yeah, fucked up, man. <laughs> uh, and are your, are your are your days off? Uh, do they sync up? Like you're off? You're, no. Okay. Yeah, no. That sucks too, man. Schedule schedule is. I mean, life is good, but my schedule sucks. <laughs> so let's put it at yeah, that. Yeah. Listen, man. How old are you? You're thirty. Don't you recall when you were like seventeen and you had a girlfriend? And you had you didn't have your own place, so you guys would have to bang one out like in every fucking corner that you can find one when <laughs> no one's looking. You just kind of have to relive those moments. It might it might even be exciting, you know. You know what's funny? <laughs> we were trying to like we were trying to get a car, like we were trying to get a new car again. Yeah. And my wife was like, "Hey, babe, like remember when like before when we were living with our parents and we just gotta you know it's like we gotta you know we gotta." <laughs> make yeah. it quick in a car yeah, you gotta fucking look for a place you gotta have to activate that mentality again. here listen uh, let me tell you what you got going for you okay number one it's a three year old right so it's not like an eight year old or a ten year old who will be scarred for life if they ever walk in like he's three and oh. fuck, you don't fucking know what's going on right I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not saying but, fuck in front of him I'm talking about if you get caught it's not like getting caught by a fucking twelve year old which is really but, but he, traumatizing uh, here. but here's the question though yeah. Since you you brought up being caught, what is your point of no return when you're being caught? I mean, what in what situation or what position is that where it doesn't scar the kid? Now I understand when you're under the sheets and you're you're missionary and right. that's easy. Right. Like you can just make up something and yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and you know it's nothing. But if you're if you're banging your wife behind from the back. And your, yeah, whole, and your son walks in, right, right. And how the fuck do you explain that? There's no, there's no return from that. Well, I, I just don't think it's that. I just don't think it's as traumatizing. Could you take baths? So you take a bath with your child, right? Your fucking dick's hanging I don't. Out. Oh, you I don't? Really don't. Why don't, don't you? I mean, is, um, that, is that a like personal, like it's gross? No, or something? actually, schedule thing. Because my 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 son takes his showers at night, and I'm not at home at night. Sure. And so it just falls on that. Plus, you but know, you've dressed up in front of him. Dick's just hanging out, right? Actually, no, because somebody told me from the hospital, like, don't confuse your child with, like, like things hanging out. Just cover up as soon as two. Uh, I, I don't subscribe to that shit, so I, I don't know, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let, let's get okay. Let's get back to your thing. Um, what did I say? Okay, here's what you have going for you, is that your wife is still eager to have sex with you. Like, I think that's the number one problem most people have. So if if you both have a desire to have sex, then you can get creative. It, w- w- the, the problem is, like, if your kid is around and you're one of the, whether it be the husband or the wife, doesn't want to have sex because of that, then you're really fucked because you have two barriers in front of you. But if your wife is very much... 
uh, still on the same page on how are we, how are we going to bang one out, then great, it's time to get creative. And that means, again, as I said, go back to when you guys were early on. I don't know how far you've gone back, but maybe when you were in college or high school and shit and you needed to get... I don't know, ninja style. I've had sex in front of my driver while he was driving the car. Like, you, 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 you get what I mean? I, I've had sex yeah. with like my sister in the no, room. The, my, the, crea- you just the, the creativity creative. is, you know, the creativity is somewhat there. It's just that the little boy is just, you know, freaking smart. I just, I just freaking hate it. Like, hey, dad, like, you know, like, why is this, why are you not wearing shorts right now? Like, you're at home. Like, right, wear right, your shorts. Right. Like, right. Hey, like mind your own business. Like, how how yeah. how often are you guys having sex? Um, we try to schedule it. Like our schedule was like the non-creative schedule was like Wednesdays and Sundays because those days are slow for her, and yeah. um, Sundays it's just a family day when he knocks out. You know. So so but there's, so, so but you're there's good no, there. Like, yeah, you're good I'm with good the there. Wednesday. Like, so you're trying to squeeze in a Saturday here, a, a Tuesday there, or whatever. Or, you know, like, sometimes it's like makeup classes. When you miss those, you got to make up. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Trust me, fuck. Um, I, I, God, yeah, the schedule sucks. How big is your place? Is it a, is it an apartment or is it a big house? It's a, it's a, it's a 900 square feet apartment. Okay, well, which is big. 900's, right? I mean, that's a good size, right? Okay, well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, That's that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking, like, that's why I'm asking you. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, you're you're an expert at this. So, what what would you what would your more difficult your in your move, situation? But um, what would your move be? Oh yeah, you got two kids, right? Am I correct? Yeah, I got two kids, and then of course, you, you know, I mean, back to my original point is you have to have everybody on wanting the same page on having more sex and not using the children as an excuse to not have it. But like, what, but that's usually the excuse, though, right? It's either children or someone's tired. That's always that's like, always an excuse. But that's a bullshit yeah. excuse. That's why. I mean, you can use that excuse and watch your relationship go to shit. Is is oh, my yeah, point, I, right? So yeah. you, you like you said, you have to have you schedule Wednesdays and Sundays. The fact that you're even doing it twice a week is already fifty percent more than I'm having it. And plus, you want to have makeup classes, which we don't do. So th- there's all of these things again that. You put you in a good position. You're in a but, positive situation. You just but, need to get creative. Yeah, but let me correct that. I mean, let, let me let not correct, but like the, the, that's the plan. That twice a week, Sundays and Wednesdays. And now because the schedule is getting even shittier, now that's why I'm having this problem. Is because that's why I ask you what's the you know how is the best way to squeeze the makeup classes in is because now like. The Wednesdays and Sundays is sometimes being off now. Like, you know, we're missing those days sometimes. So that's why you got to make up, you know, might be like what, Thursday, Friday. Well, but then I, but, it's hard to do. Right. And it's, so, it's going to be, it, it is hard to do. But again, let me just reiterate the drive to do it is the biggest hurdle, not the child. It's oh, wanting yeah, to do it is better, is, is, an, is the bigger true. problem. Okay. And true. if you both want to do it, then it can happen. It's just now working out the little details. If, oh, if, yeah. if one person isn't into it and the other one is, that's, you're fucked. But you're not, oh, yeah. okay? You're both into it. So great. Right Now, how do we get creative? How do you fuck one out when your kid's not? I, like, I, I, tried, I tried something new recently. Yeah. You know, if I may share. Yes, please. Um, we invested in a, in a homesick, 
home security camera. Okay. <laughs> like, but it's freaking awkward, banging, you know, banging one out, and you're watching the freaking, the freaking your from your phone where your son is. Like, you you gotta you gotta you gotta focus, man. Gotta... I, I think then reserve that reserve that for the makeup classes, the one where you're like, okay, we haven't we haven't we didn't say we're doing what we're supposed to do, so let's do this one and just kind of get that out of the way. Um, and you're right. I think if you had to do that every single time, it would be kind of not romantic and just kind of shit. Yeah, it's um, a shit. What I would do is try to curtail the kids' sleeping patterns to kind of fit where your work, where the both of you are together that one moment. Like, if you're going in at 3.30 and she's coming home at, like, say, 2.30, if there's that 30-minute window, 15-minute window, 10-minute window, I don't care, <laughs> just try to get him where he's asleep that's his sleep pattern. Because, again, the three-year-old still needs to take Nap, those naps, yeah. right? Um, so, I would do that. Number two, uh, where does he sleep? Does he sleep with you guys on the bed? He has his own bed, but, you know, my wife blames that on me because I actually enjoy having my little boy with me in bed. Yeah, and me too. But So what I would do, again, like on those moments where you find yourself on the days off where you're actually in your bed, just put him in the corner there and fucking put a pillow to barrier you guys while he's asleep and then again you bang one out you go to the closet like if he's sleeping in the in the bed and it's two in the morning on the day off night you go to the living room and you bang one out there you go to the walk-in closet if there's enough room you bang one out there i think these are you just kind of have to find those moments man and 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 train him to be asleep at those times <laughs> that's true and then you know in, mean, in, in about six months maybe already as early as now because you said he's smart that's when the ipad comes in and you're like hey watch these fucking toy unboxings for 30 minutes and the kid i, I fucking tried that already though like i swear like he has three this kid has three ipads and he swears his t- the tv in the living room is his but as soon as me and his mom are out of his sight he starts banging the door. Like, hey, guys, where are you? Yeah, you like, know, Amsterdam's like that. Like, my daughter's like that. But at some point soon, he will be consumed by it. Because then she, that's what I can't wait for. Well, and that's, that's, and that's soon. Waiting. And that's soon. She, he's going he's gonna to discover Roblox, Minecraft, all these other fucking things. And that's, yeah. it's, it's going to be easier there. But right now, I think you just have to, <coughs> you have to schedule around his nap time and sleep time. And on the days that he's off, the moment he goes to sleep, you guys just go rush and do it. You said, like, if you're, I'm not sure if you said if your parents are around in town, but if they're, if your parents are around, then you drop them off. Then have them take care of him for a couple of hours and go home and just fuck in every corner of the house. Whew. Yeah, I mean, you unfortunately, know. both our parents are like 80, 90 miles away from us, so there's uh, no way yeah, for us. Yeah, no. I don't know, man. I I I think. But this... like I said, though, like like I said, I'm still grateful that the drive is there. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. Oh. That's so fucking important, and it just lessens one big hurdle that you have to jump over when oh, the yeah. drive is there. I mean, trust me. I've I've already you know I've already used the I'm tired card, and I got a stink eye for days. Trust me, I never heard the end of that. Oh, you said you were tired, not her. No, I was the one who used that, and I heard it. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't. Wow. God. At least, at least, again, you know what it's. At least you feel bad about it, right? So fuck yeah. It's it's it'd be nice, obviously, if that's how everybody kind of goes through, where and you're like, oh, I'm tired, and then you feel bad, and okay, let me go ahead and make up for it somehow, some way. So again, listen, Pacho, 
there's a lot of positive here. You can't have everything in this world. So you have to adjust to these challenges. But if you're willing, as you are, and she's willing, as she is, that's then where everything becomes easier. It, 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 I, I, I apologize with, for the cliche, but the whole where there's a will, there's a way, this is it. There's a will, you're going to fucking find a way. And oh, if it yeah, has to go back yeah. to when you're 17 years old and you're banging in a car or you have to do it, wherein... If there's a hole, there's a way, man. Yeah, man. How- if, if, if you guys are on the couch, he's on the TV. Like you said, he's on the TV, right? He owns the yeah. TV. Well, put him in front of the TV. Then not too close or it ruins his vision. But you guys go on the couch behind the television. Put yourself in a blanket and knock one out spoon style. Like... That's no, that, those are those are those are reserved for um for um for Friday nights when um when when I get home and she's awake. Yeah, that's right. Well, well, we hey, call that Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you have something scheduled already. But again, that's another way to do it. You want to catch up on your narcos? That's to do it. Narcos and bang one out. Game of Thrones this you know it's this this season. Yeah, bang one out while you're watching. It's just the way it's gonna be, man. I know. Now, now I think the best way I think I just realized right now is find something that, you know, find a tea, like find something to watch that my, my son hates that he goes to the room and don't watch and just yep. be quick. There you go. It's, it's, it's the adjustments you make. But again, where there's a will, hey man, there, like, there's a will, there's a way. That's what I'm saying. Talking to you gives me gives me gives me wisdom, man. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm not sure if I gave you any solid advice here, but I at least want hey, to remind I'm you a, that I'm you're a, in a good place. I don't, I don't know. Um, give me like Two to three weeks, and um, I'll update you. Please do. That would be awesome. Great. All right. All right, Pacho. Good luck, my friend. And maybe out of all of this, you have an extra kid. Who knows? Right? <laughs> hey, that's. Hey, I'm trying, man. Yeah. Now I would like to have another one as well. So yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you are trying for that too. So. Yeah. So I could actually call somebody Pacho. In the house, you know? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> Definitely. Hang <laughs> up, brother. Thanks, man. All right, drive bro. safe. All you LA guys always are, are in your vehicle when you call the show. So yeah, drive safe. I'm sure you're out on the road. I am. I am. I All am. right. Thanks, brother. All right. All right. You have a good one. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh, cliches aside, it, it, it it's true in anything. It's kind of like when, when you guys call and say, oh, my boyfriend... Uh, I don't think he's really that into me, blah, 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 whatever bullshit. And I, what do I tell you guys in that situation? If somebody wants to do something, they're going to find a way to do something. That's in every aspect in life. You have to come to terms with, okay, let's get this done. I'm, you know, enthusiastically and genuinely want to get something done. You're going to get it done. Just the way, just the way life is. So if both of them are on the same page as as Patrick said they are, him and his wife. In fact, to a point where his wife was like, "Dude, like, how do you, how do you turn me down and say you're 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 tired when we don't really have that much time together?" And look, you know, he, he made him feel a little bit guilty. Okay, great. He stepped up right after that. See, it's that communication, so super important. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Sharp Philippines is giving away a TV for free 
Yes, to one of you guys, the callers of this podcast. Every single month, I'm going to be putting up a poll on my social media, probably Twitter, and the listeners are going to be voting who their favorite caller was. The person who gets the most votes will win a brand new Sharp TV. Isn't that so cool? Now, Sharp's going to be doing this for a couple of months. Next month, I believe in May, we have a TV. In June, we have a TV. And we're going to be throwing in some audio equipment as well in succeeding months. So thank you very much, Sharp Philippines. I hope that encourages you guys to call the show. And, uh, you know, if you get voted to be the best, funniest, maybe most interesting, um, most heart-wrenching, whatever it may be that you connect with people, you can get yourself a brand new Sharp TV. Thank you very much, Sharp Philippines, for being such a big part of this podcast. And speaking of the podcast, let's get back to it. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast. Season 6, episode 13, brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Kumu Podcast Studios is where we are. Uh, I am really getting nervous for this Senate election coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, you guys, please put your fucking heads together. Put it on right. Go out and vote. I think it's so important to not just like do what I'm doing, which is talking a lot, but not being able to do much when it comes to the voting process. I know I, I get a lot of criti- criticism for that. People go, oh, well, Pilipinas. yeah, but I do care about what goes on over there. Um, I work there still. I have family there. I grew up there. Uh, there are a lot of Filipinos outside of the Philippines that have a very strong connection to the country still, and I'm one of them. So even if I'm, I can't be there to vote, I absolutely can tell you to please vote wisely, vote smartly. Um, don't vote because people are just popular or they were celebrities or any of that fucking bullshit. Um, understand that, I guess, coming into this election, one of the things that I really want to push is balance. I know that the likelihood of the results for the senatorial seats are all going to favor the administration. There are going to be a bunch of guys who are going to be kissing ass to the president because that's what people do. You kiss ass to the administration. It's fucking common, right? But if you don't have the bolder people out there who go, okay, I'm not going to be an admin guy. I'm going to be an opposition guy to bring balance to the Senate. It's so important. Now, that, that, that doesn't mean vote for everybody who doesn't like Duterte. All I'm saying is vote for the best ones who are not there just to side with the administration. So if that means you guys are the ocho derecho type of people, that's fine, sure. But look for people who are competent, who are smart, who are opposition, so there can be some kind of balance going on. Trust me, it's so fucking important. It really is. And fine, there might be some people over there in the opposition that are dumbasses. There might be some that you don't trust. That's okay. Then don't vote for them. But please try to incorporate some of them into your slate because it is so goddamn necessary for a healthy democracy that there are going to be people that don't side with the admin so you can get a different perspective, some kind of contrast. It's so fucking necessary okay so you know I, I you know who i like i mean obviously uh, big believer in bam um i like mar i think mar's gonna do um what he generally does which is he's not gonna rock your world but he's not gonna fuck you over either i know that there's a lot of 
you know, nasty and negative press about him that come from the admin side, the president himself. It's just because he's the strongest candidate from the opposition. He's the most likely to win. And because of that, and I, I've known him, I've played, I played, I played basketball with him. I did a TV show with Mar for a couple of years. So I kind of have a personal connection to knowing a little bit more about him than maybe other people who have not had the chance to sit down with him. He's a pretty good guy. Um, kind of nerdy, nerdy. I get that and all of that. Kind of goofy, but certainly not a dumbass. And he doesn't have kind of... He doesn't have that corruptibility about him that I know maybe some of you guys might think because he comes from uh, House House Rojas, like House Bam Aquino as well. He's an Aquino. I get it. Chris is irritating. I fucking dis- I fucking hate her. But he she's not running. He's running, and he's a good guy. Uh, I know Chell is really popular. I know you guys all like him. I don't really know too much about him, but when I see him, I am impressed. I hope it's not all charisma and that there's more meat to that. I know he probably won't win, but shit, write his name down anyway. I, at least I would. So not to push too much my political agenda on you guys, I want to push more the necessity of having a balanced Senate more than ever because I'm terrified when I look at that lineup and I see all of these admin guys. It doesn't mean that admin guys are bad. Like That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they are most likely going to win. And if more of them are going to win, I would like to focus then on some of the ones that are not aligned with the administration. There are guys there, though, that, you know, are, are who, I, who I think are fine, fine candidates that are admin guys. And maybe this is one of them here. Our famous person, celebrity caller of the episode today is a sitting senator who wants to be there again. Um, maybe not polling as well as he'd like, Probably because his crook, fuck ass brother, I don't, <laughs> fuck ass, what does that mean, right? I can't fucking put together the right adjectives to say how much I dislike Jingoy, but I do for rightful reasons. And Bong, please don't vote. Bong who? Yeah, all of the Bongs. Don't vote for any fucking guy named Bong. I don't care if it's Revilla. I don't care if it's fucking Marcos. I don't care if it's fucking Go. Whatever. If you see Bong on your ballot list, just fucking erase it. God damn it. Please welcome JV Ejerzo on the program, our famous caller of the night. Next call. Hey, Mo, DJ Moga. Hello, and uh, to all the listeners. Uh... Hi to all of you. Um, nice to be here. Nice to be your guest today. Yeah, and 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 JV, it's good because we can just kind of talk about some of the lighter stuff. I, I, not really lighter in a sense that, I mean, I'm sure every day right now you're campaigning your ass off. It's just busy, busy, busy. Uh, obviously, a campaign is grueling, and you're yeah. what? What is it? A less than a month away before everybody starts getting to 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 vote, and this is probably. The tenth time, no, I mean, I, I can assume, yes. Yes, actually, you're correct. No, that we are already in the final stretch. Less than a month ago, uh, we had three months of a grueling, strenuous campaign, um, almost every day. Uh, the others take a break, but uh, since I am not really in a good position yet, uh, there's virtually no day off for me. So, the sad thing about it, Mo, is that you know the family time is very scarce. Yeah. I don't get to see my kids that much. And right. uh, my worry is that my, I have two kids now. I have two boys. The other one is 19-year-old. Uh, and my other little boy is about just 11, but he's still a little boy. And uh, 
I'm trying to, I want to to make the most out of his uh, being a boy because in a year or two he wouldn't want to be with you anymore. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they grow they grow so fast. How is that on your family, uh, especially your sons? I'm sure they're immensely proud of you because their father is a senator. That's a big deal. But at the same time, I'm sure your schedule is is is. Like we said it earlier, the word is probably grueling, right? How do you yeah. do? Do they complain? Do they go, pa? Always, naman, you're so You're always. But how do you explain to them? But I'm a senator. I'm. I'm not just doing it. It's not just you're my children. It's almost like everybody's my children, right? Yes, especially the younger kid, the 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 bigger one. He has his own life already. Obviously, yeah. You're a teenager. You have your own life. But my uh, the little one. My little, little big boy is very close to me uh, most. So he really feels sad every time I leave. I go out of town. I stay two, three days away. And um, I come home, um, just stay a few hours and then leave away on the next day. So he's the one the most affected. And I explained to him that I have to win. No? Because I asked him, do you, do you want your daddy to win? He says, yes. So so that's that, that's the only thing that's really... Among, I mean, I'm I'm quite used to this. I enjoy it, but at the same time, it's the the scarcity of time for the family, especially my kids. Because I'm sure that when uh, when all of this is over, my my little boy will be a big boy already by yeah, the time. Right, right. So, do you ever look back? Do, do you ever look back, JV? Because obviously, your father uh, wasn't just a president; he was a Super famous actor, he himself a senator, if I'm not mistaken, vice president, mayor. I mean, he held so many positions. Do you ever feel that you didn't have enough time with him because of his schedule and his lifestyle and all of that, that you don't want to mimic that? Well, let me first say, did you spend a lot of time with Arab? I mean, was it something where even though his schedule was crazy and he was the president, that you were able to get some quality time with him? Well, actually, Mo, because um, we understood um, his position, you know, the the, the requirement. The when time, you were a boy, time. what was his position when you were a boy? Sorry, when you were, say, you're 11, your old son's age, what was he at the time? Was he senator? Was he mayor? I think he was still, uh, he was still a mayor at that time. Okay. So I had more time with him when I was he was still mayor because of that. Well, because, I, you know, the life of my father is an open book. That's right. We have... I have a lot of siblings from yes. half brothers and half sisters, um, from different families. So right, right, right. We're a, it's a it's a it's a it's a really a different situation. So that's the thing because uh, we cannot really monopolize, so to speak, his yeah. time because he has to spend some time also with with other siblings, and not to mention because of his uh, the demands of his job being a public servant, a mayor, senator. Vice president as president, so I would say that um, um, the, I I was quite lucky because I think he um, with his shortcomings, uh, his faults probably, he tried to make up with it. No, he uh, by giving time, especially on special occasions, he made sure that uh, he was there. No, uh, whatever, even it was during the middle of the campaign. If it's my birthday graduation, he'd rather he would rather he would not miss it for the world. So. That's why probably I'm just talking about that uh, given the situation, the circumstance we are in, I didn't feel any insecurity because um, somehow the shortcomings that my father had, he tried to make up for it no? uh, by being make sure, making sure that he's there on the on the um, special moments, on the on the life, on the 
what do you call this? Like the the, 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 the monumental ones, the achievements. Monumental yeah, events the, in my right, life, yes. Right, right, yes. Right, right. It's always there. So that's why probably I didn't feel insecure at all, given the situation. What was Obviously, every interview you do, JV, there's always going to be the... Oh, para naman si Jingoy, right? And I'm sorry I have to bring it up, but but was there a rivalry for his attention growing up with you and your brother? I know you and and Jingoy don't have the best relationship. At least that's what everybody says. I don't know what's true, what's not. But was there ever vying for attention from him that has kind of grown into maybe the struggles that you guys have getting along today? I think more it's. Uh in any situation, on any circumstance like ours, our the kind of setup that we have, um, you can't really, uh, you can't really, I don't know, you can't really um, avoid no having a sibling rivalry uh, with this given the situation. And I think our my relationship with my, bro- my brother really worsened when I became mayor of San Juan. No, after I succeeded him. Really, this is not uh, a child. This is this is not something that happened. Uh, I, I was, I'm under the assumption this happened when you guys were younger. This happened as adults. Um, when we were younger, it's not so not as bad because you know he was older. He's the kuya. But was he a good the kuya? younger one? Yes, he's, was, the, he's about seven years older. Yeah, was was he a, was he a good kuya, JV? Um. Probably to the others. <laughs> Actually, mo, I, it's sad lang, no, that among all the, uh, yeah, I give it the setup. I'm okay with all my half-brothers, half-sisters. He's also okay with half-brothers and sisters. But it's just us. Probably it's because we are the ones in the same career Yeah. that uh, you can't help that, you know, people compare. There's jeal- uh, sibling rivalry. There's jealousy. There's uh, probably when I... Uh, Again, when I uh, took over from him, when as mayor, of course, I had my own people. I had my own strategy on on why on, on because coming from the corporate world, I had a different um, perspective on outlook on what I would want to do. So probably that started and that uh, worsened probably our relationship because of um, I had to make reforms after I took over. Which uh, eventually, probably, I stepped out a lot of uh, toes of uh, his people, and probably those people are the ones really um, making all all of these things worse. No, by but but but, but, but JV, though the, your situation is unique because not a lot of Filipinos have the chance to sit in a Senate uh, position, especially with side by side with his brother or in a mayor position in your case, and then just you know, taking over for your brother. But where we can see the similarities between this is maybe in a family business. Marami naman Pilipino dyan, di ba? Maybe baka may small business sila. They, their yeah. brothers are taking care of it. And then may mga away or may mga disagreements and stuff. So maybe that's where we can kind of relate this to the people who might be listening, who have sibling rivalries, who have tension. Is this something that kind of breaks your heart when you think about it? Of when, course. When you kind of go, but you're my brother. Most brothers should be happy for the other brother when they achieve what you have achieved, JV. Diba? Yes. Uh, yeah, you are correct, Mo. It's, it's, sad, it's sad that uh, your own family are up against your own family. Um, some, someone who doesn't want you to succeed is your, a member of your family. Sure, sure. It's crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it pains me, no? I'd, like, I'd rather have other people do that again, uh, do those things against me, but not my family, but not a family member or much more your brother. But it's happening, it, it did happen before, probably it's because 
all I, I as I mentioned, we are both in the same career. Probably when we get older, hopefully when we both retire from politics, we'll just laugh about it. Hopefully, because after all, we're still brothers, but not until we are still uh, here in politics. I don't think it will really be easy to really uh, reconcile at this moment. It's it's no secret, uh, JV, that I'm not a fan of your brother. In fact, I'll just go ahead and say bluntly, I think he's a crook. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean... <laughs> I, I hope you don't get mad at me if I say something like that, but I just I, I can't I can't seem to detach myself from some of the things that have gone on with him associated with that. And I apologize. But when you say say your campaign, right? When you say J V is the good one, is that is that some kind of direct link to to Jingo is like, okay, we're brothers, I'm the good one. Is that shade as the kids say these days? Now a lot of people are saying that that you're the good one is the I love it by the, the way. Bad it's not like that. I'm, the real message actually is that I'm a good legislator, I had good performance, and I had a good track record. So uh-huh. that was the that was the intent. So if the if somebody reacts, then probably maybe he's guilty or not. <laughs> but no intention at all. No intention. Oh, okay, at but all. but if I were a voter, JV, and I said and this could be very much the truth with what we're going to see in, in a month from now. If a voter says, I'm only going to vote for one ejército, one lang, one ejército estrada, we'll call it, okay? Why, why will I pick you over your brother? Well, um, if there's no choice. If yeah, they, if, if, if I, if I, I, my, 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 uh, my list is almost full. I have one spot left and I'm going to save okay. it for one of you guys. Why, why well, you over your brother? Well, I feel that uh, in my six years in uh, being a senator, I was able to perform quite decently. I was able to pass uh, significant uh, measures. And to top it all, I, I will only to mention two landmark laws. No? That is the universal health care law that will really benefit all Filipinos. Yeah. And the creation of the Department of Human Settlements or Housing. So when it comes to performance, I would say that uh, I performed quite well. Senator, and last but not the least, uh, in my 18 years in being a public servant, uh, I'm quite proud that um, I have never been uh, really involved in any there major is. issue, <laughs> no corruption issue, there it no is. uh, scam. So I'm quite proud that I, uh, I'm uh, led into that one. Huh? <laughs> there it is, right in 18 years in being a public servant, I had no blemish in my track record. But you have to say that. I mean, really, that's just the truth. I mean, JV, I, yeah. I, I, here, JV, by the way, on the show, you could say anything, and I forgive me for my language, but that's not bullshit. That's not bullshit. I know, I know. Right? It's, it's, it's hey, yeah. listen, if you're down to one vote and it's either me or my brother, guess what? Fine, he probably has a track record. He's probably passed some bills. I've passed my bills. I like my bills better. But ultimately, if we are if we are here to decide one big thing between us, I'm not involved in that kind of shit. I'm not in my name is not tarnished with those things that you would do not want to see from a politician. And I, I, I think that should be the deciding factor, really, if it was if there was a vote down between the both of you. Yes, um, I'm sure that it's performance and uh, integrity is very important. No? I, Absolutely. I'm, I'm Absolutely. hoping that uh, people would really look into the background, look into the integrity and credibility of all uh, of all candidates. And that's very important. Trust. I mean, this is a public office. is a public trust. 
And for me, integrity is the number one factor no, in choosing a public servant. How do you stay away from that, though? Okay, so let's say you've been doing 18 years. You've been pretty successful not getting your name attached to anything and not being corrupt. How do you stay away from it? Are there temptations there? Maybe it's not a temptation, but at least they bother you about it. There are offers. How do you stay clean? Of course. How do you stay clean for, for almost two decades? Of course, that that's part of it already. No, it's just that I really have to receive all of this. Probably more, it's because of the circumstance that I was in also when I entered uh, public service. I entered politics in two thousand one. That was the time that my father stepped down as president, and uh, that uh, that probably drove me. That really gave me that um, I'm on a mission that uh, to prove to everybody that you know. We're good people that I wanted to prove that uh, I could perform uh, with all, without all of these uh, allegations. So probably until now, that became my driving force and I carried on until I became a senator that um, I just got used to it, no? that I really wanted to uh, give really a, give much importance to my integrity and credibility because at that time, I really wanted uh, redemption. Yeah. For the family. JV, listen, I got to thank you for hanging out with us here uh, on the show. I appreciate it. I, I think, again, while not a lot of people may be able to relate to your position as a senator, they can relate to some of the things that you go through also, grow, either from growing up, being a father to young children while juggling a very intense career, and even, again, the, the whole sibling tension that you've had. I'm sure there, there are lessons there that people can learn. So thanks for taking the time out. Um, thank you, Mo. I, I I'd like to take this opportunity to thank to thank you that uh, you know um, I know that um, you're not really fond of some of my mem- members of the family, but <laughs> you have been very very kind to me. You've been very nice to me, and uh, I think you just uh, you just are able to distinguish the good one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I forgot to re- I forgot to bring this up. I remember I was bugging you about this on the radio show, but your brother and the airplane, I'm telling you, I'm going to find that fucking airplane. I know where it is. It's it's somewhere there. I'm going to find it. I'm going to That's the only time I know you're you're lying to me is I've asked I've asked you before, does your brother have an airplane? Did did he take our money and buy an airplane? And you're like, "No, no, no, no." Jingoi <laughs> bought an airplane. I know it. I know you're lying to me. I'm going to find out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find out for yourself. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. Thank you, JV. Good luck again, my okay, well, Thank you, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Senator JV Ejercito running again for uh, another term in the Senate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I try to catch him each and every time. I don't think I've ever met him in person. Um, I know we say we're friends and all of that stuff, and a lot of this is just, you know, online, on the radio, but he's right. Like, I, I don't really hear his name or read his name attached to kind of any scam, scandals, or any of that shit, but his fucking brother is a completely different story, and if there's one thing JV's fucking lying to me about is that fucking Jingo's got a fucking private jet, and he bought it with your money. I mean... Sure, there's the celebrity life. Artistas make a lot of money, but nobody makes that much money where you could do something like that. That fucking plane belongs to you guys. You guys paid for that shit. I'm telling you, man, it's true. It's out there. And, 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 and <laughs> oh, I forgot to ask JV about that picture, that tweet that I pulled out, uh, I put out there, or the, the Instagram post with people 
taking photos with Bong Revilla and, um, you know, holding their wallets and their bags. They should do one for fucking JV's brother <laughs> as well, right? All right, we got to take a... Oh, no, this is it. This is the last call of the night. We will see you guys. I have another episode coming up again within the week. We will be doing the show from Mexico. I want to remind you that there is now a phone number associated with the podcast. If you want to send in message or call... Um, you can do that via Viber. Let me give you the number here in a second. Uh, gosh, where is it? I wrote it down somewhere around here. Um, it's a U.S. number, but obviously because it's Viber, that doesn't matter. You just have to put the plus one. So it's plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one, sixty six, zero, zero. So the, the official phone number now for the podcast is plus, that's international, plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one. 6600. You can send me a message anytime. Say you want to get on the show. Tell me your age, location, a question you want to throw out there. And then that's the number we'll use to call you as well. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And of course, this is brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. This is GTWM Podcast Season 6. Bye, everybody. Hey everyone, I just want to say thank you for listening to today's podcast episode here at Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. Of course, I record this in the Kumu podcast studios, but the Kumu exposure just doesn't end there. Check out the app. You'll find a bunch of live streaming artists. The community is powered by musicians, DJs, artists, educators, and everyday Filipinos sharing their stories around the world through their own live stream channels. You can earn money from that. You can also earn money from game shows. You can play stuff like Quiz Mojo, which is a ton of fun and can get you some serious cash. You can also win prizes like trips to Boracay or cell phones. Kumu's got it all. It's fun, it's interactive, and you can make some coin. Check out Kumu at the App Store. It's absolutely free. And we'll see you here at the Kumu Podcast Studios for our next episode. Thanks, Kumu. Thanks, everybody else. See you next time.